0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Saturday, October 24th, 2020. I'm Andrew Hansen here once again with Sugar Shane Caldwell as we give you the running back preview for the main slate here in week seven. Shane, are we fired
1: up for some running backs here or what? Yeah, this is looking like some really high-scoring running back plays here. You got great value, and you got just absolute stud running backs, full you know workhorse three-down running backs with elite, elite skill sets in smash spots here. So this is looking like a high high-scoring running back affair here. Uh, and you know, there's some of these plays here that a lot of people are gonna be talking about that we have to mention. So
0: oh yeah, we got some <laughs> uh, some chalk that's popped that that's popped up here. So we'll we'll break yeah. those down here as we go, but. Let's start with your uh, expensive target here. Where are you starting to look at the running back position?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Elvin Kamara was already looking pretty good. And then you get the news, you know, Michael Thomas just can't get his act together. He's always got something going on every week. (laughs) So all of a sudden, Michael Thomas is out. Then Emmanuel Sanders is all of a sudden on the COVID list. Whether he's exposed to it or actually has it, we're not sure. But uh, so all of a sudden you got all their pretty much their main receiving targets out. So this makes Alvin Kamara not only a really good running back, but basically their number one wide receiver, all mixed into one. And he's facing Carolina, who's pretty much, you know, just right around dead last, depending on which running back, you know, D. defense category you're looking at they're giving up a ton of receiving yards a ton of receptions uh a really high rushing you know uh, average so elvin camaro's in a great spot here obviously he has a great offensive line and a good scheme here so he's just going to be heavily involved they'll run a lot of two running back sets they'll have him and murray out there on the field i think the majority of the games so you don't really have to worry about them splitting uh and he's just in an excellent spot and i think this could be also this is another game that's going to be fairly high scoring so Alvin Kamara, Kamara, you know, it makes you a little nervous paying 9300 on FanDuel, and it's not even a full PPR site. But he's just going to be so involved with everything uh, that I think he still is worth there. And then on DraftKings, you see a price like $7,900 for Alvin Kamara, and he's really in a spot like similar to, think, like 2019 Christian McCaffrey, and his price got up to like $10,000. So really Kamara is like a player that's the quality that like – you, you would think is priced in the like 9,000 to 10,000 range, but he's 7,900 on and a full PPR site. And this guy's going to get like whatever, 14, 15 targets, who knows what, what, you know, what the upside is on targets he gets. And he's obviously explosive. So Alvin Kamara is just the mega chalk play. Can't, you can't really get away from him. And I'm not even a, Huge Alvin Kamara fan. I like him, but he's not always, like, my favorite play. Like, I faded him before, but it's really, really hard to fade him here unless you're just a multiple lineup guy and you're hoping something goes weird, you know, uh, in the game here. So that's kind of where we're at with Alvin Kamara already this week.
0: Yeah, especially on DraftKings. I love that price tag because he's averaging over 30 DraftKings points per week already. So you're right. He should be closer to 10K like McCaffrey was. On FanDuel at 9,300, I think you can consider fading him. Yeah. Uh, just in case he doesn't get the touchdowns, so that's exactly. that's how I look at Kamara here. Number two on the list, you know, as you look at these expensive players here, I want to mention Kareem Hunt, and I'll I'll impersonate you here for a second, Shane. Everything about this situation is elite. <laughs> <Exactly>. right? <laughs> the matchup, uh, the scheme, uh, you know, Hunt's motivation, uh, his usage, and he's got a great price. Uh, You know, under 7,000 on DraftKings, just over 7K on FanDuel. Cincinnati, number 27 against the run. So I'll have a bunch of Kareem Hunt this week.
1: Yeah, and he went up against Indianapolis and Pittsburgh, two of the better defenses the last couple weeks. So it looks like he's not doing much, and there were some weird blowout situations and some weird situations that happened in those games that have caused him to not get massive volume. He's still got a ton of volume, though, but this one he's a dude for a huge workload, and his matchup's so much better that you're talking, yeah, a lot of volume and really good production in the passing and running game. He's super explosive, and those tough matchups were able to limit him a little bit last week or the last few weeks here, but I don't think that's going to happen this Sunday for week seven.
0: Absolutely. Uh, anyone else you like in that mid tier
1: on on Draftkings? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to mention Mike Davis because we mentioned uh, we mentioned Christian McCaffrey and he's basically still in that I, I keep saying this the last week he's in the Christian McCaffrey role. Uh, now he's facing some tougher matchups. Chicago definitely limited him last week. Chicago played really tough against him. New Orleans is also a really tough defense. But I think Mike Davis will get more involved in the passing game in this one if they get down in that game, um, which they probably will be. And I think especially on DK at 6,600 – He's still going to probably catch a ton of passes, and he, and and if they get, you know, he still has potential to get a, ru- a rushing touchdown, even though New Orleans doesn't give up rushing touchdowns very often. They're, he's still just really tough uh, when he gets in that red zone. So I think you have to look at Mike Davis. He's definitely going to be able to rack up those catches again, uh, and he's a guy to consider. And you're going to get him at lower ownership because of these other high high owned guys that we just had mentioned there.
0: Yeah, for me, Mike Davis is DraftKings only this week. Because of that tough matchup, New Orleans is number six against the run. Um, But we saw what Justin Jackson did picking up those catches against New Orleans. They will allow those checkdowns. So playing from behind, he could pile up the receptions. So I like him uh, as a consideration on DraftKings for a GPP. And I throw James Robinson in that same category, a little bit cheaper, going up against the Chargers, who are number nine against the run. And so really the only way it's going to work out for him, I think, is on DraftKings, getting a bunch of receptions. And speaking of Mike Davis, we saw him get eight catches for 45 yards against the Chargers, and that's what I think Robinson would need to pay off value. So both of those guys for me, uh, DraftKings, GPP options. But another guy in the in the 6K range on DraftKings I want to mention is Todd Gurley, and I hate to say it, but he's going up against your Detroit Lions. They're mm-hmm. number 29 so far this season against the run, um, but you know, it, it's a, it's just a great matchup on paper. So high total. Uh, I know y- you probably feel better about that, that run defense than most, uh, cause you follow them so closely, but, um, you know, what do you, what do you think about that play?
1: I mean, if you watched, I don't, you know, I don't know if anyone actually watched the Lions last week. I know it was against Jacksonville, which is a bad team, but man, their defense was just tough and physical all around the board. I mean, they were just sticking people and just just punishing runners. I mean, they they were really good. Uh, it was an easy matchup against Jacksonville. Uh, Atlanta's not really that elite in terms of run blocking, so I'm not really that worried about it. Now, I think that they have a lot more. Things to worry about in the passing game, which could cause them to have more two deep safeties looks here, which would set up Atlanta for more running here, where last week Detroit could load the box, they could really just put a ton of pressure on that running game, they didn't have that much of a threat with Gardner Minshew, they weren't really worried about the passing game, where now all of a sudden you're facing Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones and those guys, you you Have to really back up and consider that and try to try to limit their big play upside, which does probably open up opportunities for like Todd Gurley in the running game. So I could see him having a big a decent game. But yeah, he's kind of more of a cash play. I don't, I don't know if he has elite upside, but he does tend to you know do good in terms of red zone production so he can get some touchdowns. So yeah, it should be a pretty high score game. But yeah, for the most part, Detroit's looking vastly improved against the run and they still do focus on that but atlanta has a lot of weapons to spread you out and cause issues for you so that that certainly someone's going to score for atlanta and uh, they're going to score a lot i think so
0: oh good well a little sliver of hope there i like that now (laughs) yeah that's
1: good yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. we haven't gotten into any chalk yet really so what do you think about uh let me ask you about jamal williams here uh looks like aaron jones is going to be out
1: really good matchup here and a great price yeah, I mean, he's going against Houston, and one of the worst in the league. I mean, we've seen what uh, Derrick Henry did against them, and Jamal Williams isn't Derrick Henry, but it's still encouraging the type of lanes that they have, the running lanes. I like Green Bay's offensive line for run blocking. They're one of the best in the league uh, offensive lines for really both pass protection and run blocking, and I think definitely uh, if if they can get a lead in this game, Jamal Williams looks great, and the nice thing is he's pretty much game script proof because he catches a lot of passes as well. really a lot of times he's the third down back or the hurry up back just to spell Aaron Jones. So since Aaron Jones likely is going to be out, I think Jamal uh, Williams is going to be super chalky and he's looking really good here. Uh, super cheap price. I mean, 5,000 on FanDuel, 4,000 on DK. I mean, he's probably just one of those guys you're going to have to eat the chalk um, because I I don't think he's a letdown guy. You know, like I know Alexander Madison was a huge letdown. You know, we played some of him last week. I don't think Jamal uh, Williams is going to get into a game script where the uh, like like uh Minnesota did where they were getting blown out last week. I can't see that happening with Green Bay against Houston. Um and even if they do, I think he'll be more involved. So I think Jamal Williams is safe for pretty much all formats and he's he's near a, a must play here. Uh you know, and because it's not like he's not talented. He's talented. He's got a great scheme, great, great run blocking in a pretty in a in a really good matchup here. So I think it's going to be Jamal Williams chalk week and I don't think we can get away from it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think he'll be in most, if not all, my lineups I guess the one thing you could look at is on Fanduel you could go with AJ Dillon. He's a little bit cheaper. He's forty five hundred, and hope that he gets a couple of touchdowns. That's I think certainly within the realm of possibilities. But yeah, Williams I, I like here. I-, I like him in general, especially on like showdown slates. Uh, you can get him, uh, and and he can be-, be a difference maker with the way he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So it'd be fun to see him get a bunch of carries. Um, couple of guys a little bit more expensive than him that I want to mention real quick here. Melvin Gordon, 5500 on DraftKings, and he's going to be playing in that snow game against Kansas City. And they're not very good against the run. You know, that's the way to attack them. And we just checked the forecast. It looks like it's going to be snow all day in Denver. So uh, I like that price tag a lot. Um, and then uh, Antonio Gibson, just a little bit cheaper on both sites He's going up against Dallas. They're number 31 against the run. Uh, So, you know, earlier in the week I was thinking, you know, maybe it's just not going to work out uh, because of the touches last week. Pretty split, pretty even with McKissick. But the more and more I look at it, I just – I really like Gibson here. And, you know, the problem is just there's a lot of guys we like here. So it it, it is going to be hard to narrow it down. But, um, you know, after that group – Going back to some of these cheaper options, anyone else you
1: like? Yeah, I mean, obviously the news popped up with Joe Mixon being out with a foot injury. He gets a ton of volume there. So Giovanni Bernard's probably not going to be able to do as much damage against Cleveland. He's pretty decent against the run there. But he's going to get volume, specifically in the passing game, you know, over on DraftKings at 4500. He's you know, that's also really good uh, there because, I mean, he's going to get a ton of targets in the passing game and he's going to get a little bit of rushing production here as well. Uh, so I think Giovanni Bernard is definitely in play here. Uh, he's also super cheap. It's crazy to think he was going to be the value guy. And then Jamal Williams kind of one up to one up to him then for the value play even even cheaper. Uh, but, yeah, you could you can certainly play both of those guys. I mean, he's really cheap. I don't trust Bernard as much as I trust Williams. But I think you can certainly mix him in if you need a cheap guy, especially on DraftKings. And he might be okay on FanDuel as well. At only 4800 he's actually cheaper than Williams. Um, but he's just not in a great situation in terms of, you know, the game script and the the run blocking advantage. And, you know, Cleveland's a pretty tough defensive line, so I don't think he's going to have much room to run. He's not quite as big and as talented as Joe Mixon, but yeah, he's good in the receiving game. So I think that's where I, I like him here. getting a lot of passes. Excellent.
0: Yeah, I do prefer J- Jamal Williams to him as well, but I see the value. He'll make some lineups for me. Two other guys in that uh, cheaper tier that I that I want to consider here and get your feedback on. Justin Jackson, 4900 on DraftKings, going up against Jacksonville. They're number 28 against the run. Uh, the, uh, the Chargers are 7.5-point favorites on betus.com.pa. And I I know he's a little bit banged up, but he's in the player pool for me. And then Latavius Murray at 4800 even cheaper. Uh, Sort of that mid-tier matchup against Carolina. They've given up a bunch of touchdowns. Uh, So that's going to be the question mark is, does he get the touchdowns? Does Kamara get, get the touchdowns? Maybe they both get in the end zone if Kamara does a lot of receiving work. Uh, but both of those guys are in consideration for me. Either one of them that you like more than the other?
1: Yeah, i probably lean towards Latavius Murray, even though Alvin Kamara is probably the highest-owned guy on the slate. I'm a pretty big believer that they're going to be playing uh, both running backs a lot of the time, so it's not like neither is on the field, and I feel like... Latavius Murray in this good matchup is going to get more, uh, you know, typically more rushing attempts, and he's and he's really good in terms of efficiency on the ground. Great run blocking scheme, great advantage here for New Orleans. So I think even though everyone's focused on Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray is really a real sneaky play, and uh, you know sometimes he gets the red zone carries, and uh, he just he's just really good in terms of running the ball, and he he's super cheap, and I don't think anyone's going to be able to want to play him because. Then are you face the decision? Are you going to play Kamara and Latavius Murray in the same lineup? Or are you going to fade Kamara? Maybe on FanDuel you fade Kamara and you put Latavius Murray in a lineup. If you're building multiple lineups, you can do that because there there has been scenarios where Latavius Murray uh, is outproducing Kamara, like when he went up against my Detroit Lions. You know, he was I think he actually was a similar type of production there. Yes, because uh, he got the rushing touchdowns. So
0: absolutely, yeah, two two, two rushing touchdowns that game. That was huge. So, uh, speaking of which, he was a GPP uh, player that we uh, advised our members to play that week. He was a big difference maker in our winning lineups. And we do invite you all to come join us as members if you're not already. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com to get one of our memberships. It's by length of time, so you can get a week, a month, or the winter special, which takes you all the way through the Super Bowl. And you get access to all of our sports Uh, with whatever membership you get. So you get our World Series lineups, PGA lineups every week, and basketball and uh, NBA. That'll start up, looks like, maybe before Christmas. So that'll be included in the winter special. Uh, So we'd love to have you. What we give out on FanDuel is a cash lineup, two GPP lineups for the main slate. We give out our coaches clipboard on DraftKings with core plays and pivots. And then we cover all the other uh, NFL showdown slates as well. Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. We do a primetime lineup with Sunday through Monday. Shane gives out the Yahoo lineup as well. Uh, We've been off to a great start this year, so we'd love to have you. Uh, In terms of social media, you can follow all of us at DFS Coach Talk. You can follow uh, on Twitter. You can follow Shane at DET Sports Shane. You can follow me at Language Olympic. And we want to thank our presenting sponsor here, betus.com.pa. Go there with the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, and you get a 125% match on your first deposit. So certainly encourage you to do that. And then click that alert button on uh, YouTube so you know when our podcast post. We've got the quarterbacks show, the podcast that's already been up uh, this uh, this weekend here. And then we're going to record the wide receiver tight end show next. So make sure you watch all three uh, so you get our our picks for the main slate here. So on behalf of Shane Caldwell, I want to thank you for joining us here. I'm Andrew Hanson, and be sure to tune in for the wide receiver tight end show as we look to crush it in DFS
2: wake up sports bettors sports are in high gear at betus.com so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action but don't settle for any other book choose america's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry BetUS. you need a sports book with integrity and longevity but more importantly you need a sports book that pays BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even eSports. No other sports book welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code COACHTALK for 125% sign-up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, COACHTALK. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets and more. No other sportsbook is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball.